Mo'ed Katan Daf Kafbed, the last thing we're discussing was the saying of hello to an Avil or an Avil saying it to other people. And we ended off with the Tanura Banan that if an Avil finds out about an Aviluta within the first three days, then he sits with everyone else. If he came from a far place, then he counts by himself. And if he came from a close place, he counts on his own. And Rabbi on says that even if he came on that seventh day and it's from a close place, still he counts with everybody else. And the Gemara is going to go back to explain the Braita. And with that, we're going to start Kaf Aleph Amudbet, two lines from the bottom, where it says Amar Mor. It says Amar Mor, we're going back to the Braita. Sheloshai Yamim Marishonim, the first three days, Bami Makom Karov, Imahen. First three days, if he comes from a close place, then he counts with the rest of the family. That's as long as the elder or the more hashuv person of the family is there sitting shiva with the rest of the family already. So if uh, one of the younger guys comes in, then he could just continue counting with everyone. But if he, he himself is the hashuv person of the family, then he would have to count all over. And the idea is because the small person's avelut is not important enough for the person who is older, more hashuv. So, so the question is as follows. Let's say the elder of the family went to the cemetery, which is a couple of days away from uh, the, the city, and everyone started sitting shiva already, and he's busy with that. Mao, does he, does he count with them, or does he start on his own? So In this type of case, since they all started and they're all doing everything together, since he was the representative of the family to go to the Betakvarot, he starts with them. He'll count with them. And they're going to ask a question. Didn't we learn in Braita that he counts on his own and he's not part of the family? So the Gemara explains, that's not contradicting one to the other. When does he count with them? That's if he came within three days. But if he didn't come within three days and he came after, then he has to count on his own. I've told the people of Tzalfoni, it's a place or it's a family, Anyone who went to the cemetery and came back within three days, let them count with you. Anyone who didn't make it back before those three days, they have to start all over and count by themselves. And you who do not follow the, the deceased, the minute you turn your face away from the person who passed away, at Hilumenu, that's when you start counting. And Tosfot is quick to remind us, is Dafka, the family members who did not go with the body, they start counting right away, but the fa- the family members who went with the body, they do count. And this uh, a lot of times happens when, let's say, they're taking a body to a different country, or they're holding it over uh, for a couple of days until they're able to find a burial, so they'll like sort of give it over to the Hevra Kadisha. This will be the today's version of turning away from the body, and then they can count Shiva from that moment right there. And Tosfot brings a Yerushalmi at three different Shitot that everyone goes by when they close the grave, or number two, they go after the big person in the family, number three, they're always Mahmir that anyone with the older of the family counts with them, anyone who is not with them has to count whenever they shot the grave. 
And if the older one is uh, is the one burying, then he then they go by when the grave is closed. And this is one of those heterin, uh, those leniencies that Hachamim give, especially if someone passed away, Erev a holiday, and uh, how they will stop the Shiva. So then, in essence, they'll sit only one hour of that day because and that's it. They have to get up because the holiday is coming up. So what they'll tell the family to do is give the body over to the Hevra Kadisha, let the Hevra Kadisha uh, take it, and it'll count as they turn their face away from the body, and then they could start. Now let's go back to Gemara. Rabbi Shimon says, even if he came from a close place on the seventh day, he counts with them. That's Dafka. If he came back to the family and there's still people comforting them, they didn't get up from Shiva'ayat. So, They were about to get up, but they didn't get up yet. The rabbi didn't pull them up yet. So, what's the halakha? Take, oh, we have no answer. We don't know if about to get up is still sitting or is it already getting up. And, Rabbi Abba Barhiyah's friends learned me. Rabbi Abba Umanun, who's that? Rabbi Zera. He's the friends. And some say it's Havred Rabbi Zera. And some say it was the friends of Rabbi Zera from Rabbi Zera Umanun, who's that? Rabbi Abba Bered Rabbi Hiyah Barabba. Either way, they learned that Amar Biyohanan, Halacha, Kribi Shimon, Bringa Mdel, Betrefot, Halacha, Zakribi Shimon, Bringa Mdel, when it comes to Trefot, and the Gemara explains what that means. Halacha, Kribi Shimon, Beevel, Halacha, Zakribi Shimon, when it comes to Avelut. We just talked about that case. If he comes on the seventh day and they still didn't get up, what's that talking about? If an intestines of an animal was punctured, and there's some sort of goo that is closing them, so this way they're not just opening up and the food is oozing out of the intestines, the animal is kosher, the very the idea is since it's sticking together, it's not really considered punctured. So my leha, what's this goo that you're talking about? This uh, liquidy stuff. We're talking about the goo, the watery stuff coming out of the intestines that sticks everything together that only comes out when pressed. And Amar Mandehu, one of the Tamidim said, And I'll be able to learn this Shemu'ah from the person who said it, which is Rabbi Abba, or Rabbi Zerah, whoever it was. And Kisalik, when he went up there, he found him, and some say it was Rabbi Zerah. Whoever it was, Amar Le, and that student told Rabbi Abar Rabbi Zera, Amar Mor Halacha Kerabanch Shimon Ben Gamliel Betrefot. Did you say the Halacha is like Rabbanch Shimon Ben Gamliel Betrefot? And Amar Le, and Rabbi Abar Rabbi Zera said, "Ana in Halacha Amre." I said the Halacha is not like him. Okay, what about Kerabi Shimon Beevel? My, what about the Halacha about with him when it comes to Avelut? Amar Le Plukdani. No, it's a machloket. They tomorrow has the Amar Halacha like Rabban Shimon in Evel. Vechen Amar Rabbi Yochanan Halacha like him, Rabbi Shimon Evel. And Rabban Nachman Amar in Halacha like Rabbi Shimon Evel. 
הנגמר אין זוף ואין הלכה כרבן שמעון בן גמליאל בטרפות, ההלכה is not like כרבן שמעון בן גמליאל והלכה כרבי שמעון באבל, and the הלכה is like כרבי שמעון באבלות, why? very simple there, מה שמואל הלכה כדברי המקל באבל, we always go by the lenient opinion when it comes to אבלות and we discussed already that we are not sure what that means, does it mean in all הלכות even until today or does it mean דווקא things that are written in the משנן גמרא or just ראשונים or Shulchan Aruch, it's, uh, it's a question, and, uh, but right now, uh, for Agmara, the Halakha is like the lenient opinion, Rabbi Shimon in Avelut. Now, the Gemara is going to continue the differences between Avelut on parents and other relatives. So I'll call them other relatives, The faster he gets the body buried, the better. But on a father and mother, that's not respectful, it's disgusting. Meaning, although there is a mitzvah to bury the body as fast as possible, it says, a person has to bury the dead person as as fast as possible. But if it's for the kavod of the emet, if it's a day or two, in order to make sure that he could get the right eulogy, then you could wait. And Ritva points out that with Rabbeinu HaKadosh, they even waited a couple of days until people came from all over Israel. Now, Haya, Ereb Shabbat, or Ereb Yom Tov, the faster you get them out, the better. Because that is the kavod, to get them buried as fast as possible, because you don't want them waiting till after the holiday, which might take a couple of days. All the other deceased, a person who could do less work, and not less work, whatever he wants. The Nimukeh Sefer says there's a difference between actual melacha and masana matan, regular business, and tosafot. It says, it says in the name of Rashi, this is a tosafot later on, that the Baitavi is dealing with things that are devar If you're going to lose the money, then okay, if you want, you don't want, do whatever you want. But when it comes to father and mother, a person has to do less work. And every other deceased, Ratzah Holetz, a person could rip his clothing until his shoulder is seen, or he doesn't have to. But on father and mother, a person has to rip that you're able to see his shoulder. And the Ran explains the name of Rashi. It just means you take off the top layer of whatever you're wearing, the top suit, top shirt, whatever it is, so people can see that he's mamash dealing with the deceased. There was a story with a gadola door that his father passed away and he wanted to do the halitza, meaning he wanted to show his shoulder. And another gadola door who was with him wanted to also take off his suit or show his shoulder. And the gadola door didn't do it. And the one with him also didn't do it. And Amar Abaye, what was going on? Gadola door was Rabi. The Gdolador Shaimo and the other Gdolador next to him was Rabbi Yaakov Bar Aha. So Rabbi Yaakov Aha wanted to do it, and Rabbi didn't do it, and, uh, and then Rabbi Yaakov Bar Aha didn't do it either. Because the Ransom said it was the opposite way around that Gdolador was Rabbi Yaakov Bar Aha, so Rabbi Aha passed away, and Rabbi Yaakov was about to do it, and Gdolador Shaimo was Rabbi, and he wanted to do it, and Rabbi Yaakov uh, took a step back and didn't do it. So now the Gemara says, Bishlamale Mandamar Gdolador Shaimo Rabbi. Okay, according to one who says that the second one. Was Rabbi Hainu Dinim now? That's the reason. Okay, Rabbi Yaakov Barahan didn't want to uh, show his shoulder. That's, that's why he didn't do it. Amar, but according to the one who says Rabbi Yaakov Barahan was the second one, we have a problem. Amarim not. Why did Rabbi not do it? Why didn't he uh, 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 show his shoulder? 
Rivan Shimon Gamliel was his father, and he was the Nasi Hava. And everyone has to show their shoulder including Rabbi Yaakov Baraha. So why did you stop just because of Rabbi Yaakov Baraha? And like Master Kashia, really, it's a, that's a good question. Rather, we have to say that it was Rabbi Yaakov passed away. Rabbi Yaakov was about to show his shoulder. Rabbi was going to do it with him, and Rabbi Yaakov stopped, and therefore Rabbi stopped also. Al kol hametin kulam. On all the other deceased, a person takes a haircut after 30 days, father and mother, until his friends yell at him. They have to tell him, look, it's, it's, it's too much, you are taking a haircut. After 30 days, you can go to a party. You have to wait 12 months. When we said he could go to a party after 30 days, that's Tafka, a friend party, something that just to do within friends, nothing serious, not a big wedding or anything like that. So, Metive, we have a bright towel, for a simha and for Mere'ut, means two different things, 30 days. Kashia, good point. Because it sounds like an Avil is allowed to go to a wedding or any other party after 30 days if it's any other deceased except parents. Amemor matnehachi. Amemor taught it, the the Shemua as follows. Amar Baba Hana ul simhat mereut mutadi kanes lealter. If it's a friend party, something just between the friends, you could do it right after Shiva. Hey, didn't we learn that for Simha it's 30 days and for a regular just to have a party with friends it's also 30 days? The Gemara explains that. We're talking about two different types of parties. One of them is the Arisuta is where the Avel is the first one starting this series of parties where let's say every week we're going to do a party by someone else's house. We're going to get together Thursday night, for example, and just get together. So if he's the one starting it, then he can't start it till after 30 days. But if he's just paying back what he owes, meaning the last two Thursday nights we were by this guy's house and that guy's house, and now it's your turn, then okay, then he could continue that after Shiva. Al metim kulan all the other deceased korea tefah person rips a tefah alaviv alimo achegalet libo until he reveals his heart. Amar bi abhu mekera how do we know which pasuk is from? By Hazak David begada by Karaim David held his clothing and he ripped them. Ve'en achizat b'hot mitefah and when we say you held on to something, it has to be at least a tefah. So you see that he ripped a tefah. Even if a person is wearing 10 clothing, a person only has to rip the top one. But father mother, Korea rips all the clothing that he's wearing until he's, until people could see his heart. And whatever he's wearing on his head, his hat, his kippah, or anything like that, he doesn't have to rip. And the Rashi explains, even if the head covering has cloth falling all the way down to his chest, he still doesn't have to rip it. And the Ramah Michlal says we're talking about an undershirt that doesn't need kiriyah. They both have to rip. Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Omer, well, depends. The woman rips her undershirt and she turns it around so it's facing her back. Then she rips the top one, so at least it, for tenyaut purposes, for modesty purposes, her actual skin is not showing, it's covered. Now, 
with all the other deceased, a person loses his brother, sister, etc., he, he doesn't have to rip apart the hem of the shirt, meaning you could just simply enlarge the neck hole, and that's good enough. However, But for father and mother, he has to rip the hem apart. He has to mamash rip it. Any ripping that does not rip apart the hem, that's not considered a ripping. It has no significance. It's not strong enough. And what's his reason? Meaning, David held his calling and ripped him. To two big rips. Now he said and I don't know it's two. Usually when you rip something it becomes two. They appear as if they are torn into two pieces. That means there has to be a mamash rip. To all the deceased relatives, a person may tack it back together after the shiva, and then he could sew it, stitch it back together after the 30 days. He could tack it back together after 30 days, and he can never stitch it back together. And a woman could tack it back together right away for a kavod for its annual reasons. And Kiatar Rabin, when Rabin came from Eitzel, Amar Biyohanan, he said in the name of Biyohanan, Akolam metim ratsa korea bayad, ratsa korea bakli, a person could rip his garment using his hand, you could use a, a, a knife, a scissor, whatever it is. Alaviv alimo bayad, with the father mother, has to be done with hand, meaning with a scissor, maybe you'll do it in a certain way where you could stitch it back together, but when you do it with your hand, your mama's ruining it, and it shows a bigger sign of avilut. Amar Biyohanan, on all the other deceased, a person could rip the, the inside garment. But for the father and mother, it has to be the outside, the most outer garment. And same rules with the Nasi that a person has to rip the outside garment like he does by his father. And Rashi has a different perush that when we mean a private or public, it means a person for other deceased, he could rip indoors, not in front of everyone. But for father and mother, it has to be done in front of everyone. Same thing with the Nasi. Metive. We have a brayta. The comparison of a of Betin, a rabbi, and a si, if they pass away, the only comparison to a father and mother is that one is not allowed to uh, sew it, tack it back together right away. Only in those dini. My love, I feel in a si, doesn't that apply that even in a si, he has the same rules as an Abbetin and a rabbi, and he's not like a father and mother, meaning with a nasi, if a person who wants to rip only his undergarment, that's okay. Nasi is already on the same level as a father and mother. And the Gemara says story, Nasi Ashachiv, the Nasi passed away. Amar the Rav Hasda, Rav Hasda said to the Rav Nachman Barami, Kefe Asita Vekum Allah, flip the mortar over and stand on it. Ve'ahve Keri Ale Alma and show everyone how to rip. Meaning, once they see you ripping over the Nasi, everyone else will also rip. If a hacham passed away, they rip on the right side. If it's an avbedin who passed away, they rip from the left side of the shirt. When it comes to an asi, it's on both shoulders have to be ripped.
And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.